0: Welcome to the Creative Cast. I am your host, Tammy Munson, and this is the very first episode of the show. I am so excited. I'm so excited that you are here joining me today. Um, This is going to be fun. So, if you didn't listen to the trailer, no worries. Totally fine. But I thought I'd just kind of go over what the Creative Cast is all about. Well, honestly, it's a podcast about podcasting. Felt like Jerry Seinfeld just then. (laughs) But seriously, it is a podcast about podcasting for the faith-based podcaster, Christian communicator, whatever you want to call yourself. This show will be all about me sharing my knowledge and expertise with all of you. So I'm going to be answering all your burning questions about how to launch a podcast, what mic do I purchase, tips on how to be a great guest on somebody else's podcast. Really, really great questions. I'll be answering all of that. Also, I'm going to occasionally bring on other podcasters to showcase their shows and the things that they are doing with their ministry, as well as some of my podcasting friends to come on, share their expertise And kind of give their point of view of podcasting and and all the things that go with it. So, what can you expect from me? Well, every Friday morning, I'm going to share tips and tricks on all things podcasting for the Faith-Based Podcaster. Every episode will be about 20 minutes-ish. Today will be a little bit longer. But it's going to contain powerful yet practical information to help you get started with your very own podcast. If you're already doing one, I'll help you improve your audio quality, help you build a loyal audience, and much, much more. So let's talk about podcasting. More specifically for today, let's talk about launching your own show. Now, this is a question that I get a lot, and this is one of the reasons why I decided to start a podcast because there's a lot of questions that I get from emails, DMs, text messages, all kinds of different ways that is all is usually asking me a lot of the same questions. So I thought, hey, why not create a podcast that answers some of these questions and put it out there and people can just listen? So, like I said, this is a common question about launching a podcast, and since today is the very first episode of my own podcast, I thought it would be a really fitting topic for the very first episode. So, you want to start a podcast. Awesome. Fantastic. But, so there's about seven steps, basically. But first, we're going to talk about something before you even get started with any planning, anything at all. And it's to talk about your why. Why do you want to start a podcast? So now, before we get into the finer details of creating the show, I want you to think about your why. Now, having a podcast is fun, but it's also a lot of work. It's a time commitment, especially if you want to be consistent and produce great content. Your why is going to be the thing that's going to get you through those hard days of planning content, producing, audio editing, arranging guests, et cetera, et cetera. Because when we first get started, it's fun. We're super jazzed, we're super excited. But by episode 32, you may be like, well, I don't know. You know, my numbers aren't looking very good, and they won't notice if I don't. Post one, and then one turns into two, which turns into none. So I want you to think about your why. Why are you doing this? Is it to? Is it going to be an extension of what you're doing in your business? Kind of like what I'm doing. Are you answering questions and talking about things that you get a lot from your potential customers and or clients? Just like with a business of having a why, and if you don't have a why for your business or your ministry, a very specific one. You need to go and get one. <laughs> but seriously, y'all, you need to have one. And if you and, and I ask this of of most of my clients when they when we start working together is why do you want to start a podcast? And a lot of times I'll get, "Well, I want to spread God's word or I want to create awareness for this or I want to I want to share people's stories. Great. All fantastic reasons why you should have a podcast. Now, I once asked a lady who wanted to start a podcast about what was her why, and she goes, well, because everybody's starting one, so I should start one too. That is not a good enough why. (laughs) If that is your answer, you may not want to start a podcast because it's a lot of work. It's planning, It's a time investment. It's a financial investment. Once you figure that out, then you can start with your planning of your podcast. Now, one of the common questions that I get is how long should it take? And my answer usually is, well, you want to be working on this for at least a month because there's lots of things to think about when you're planning your, your podcast, You need to decide what kind of segments do you want in your show? What kind of show do you want? Do you want a solo show like this? Do you want an interview-based show? Do you want like a narrative or perhaps a storytelling type show like my friends over at Storytellers Live? There's all different types of shows that you can do and you need to figure out what is going to be the best for you and your personality as well as for your audience. Now, A lot of people have a hard time with solo shows because most people need that back and forth kind of thing. So if you need like someone to bounce off of, well, then I definitely recommend an interview based type show. And we'll get into all the finer details of that on future episodes. The other thing you need to think about is research your keywords. If your podcast is an extension of your business or your ministry, you probably already have those keywords. If you don't, you need to go and get them, figure out what they are, and you need to also consider this for your title. Now, when you're thinking about your title, you want to, you know, there's multiple ways that you can do this, and one of the things I say all the time is if it's for a business, you want to kind of tie that into there, but really kind of do some research. Look at lots of other podcasters that are in your same niche. So once you decide on a name, you want to make sure that the URL is available, the social media handles are available, and go ahead and secure those. Like I said, pick your format, decide what it's going to be. Don't worry if it's, oh, what if I pick the wrong one? It's fine. You can Your podcast will definitely change over time. And if you decide to move it from one thing to another, you can totally do that. So you're not locked in always and forever. You also need to decide on how often you want to publish. Do you want to do a weekly show? Do you want to do every two weeks, the first and third week, or the second and fourth week, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Some people even do a daily show. That's a lot of work though. If you're thinking about a daily show, that is a lot, a lot of work. And I would highly recommend getting a team if that's what, if that's what you're kind of thinking. The other thing you need to kind of of consider, you know, what topics are you going to talk about? And so that's just the planning portion of events. And like I say, you want to do it at least a month. Usually, if you already have an established audience, you've written a book or anything of that nature, you could probably get away within 30 days. If you don't, have like you're completely starting from scratch on the bottom, you may want to give it three months just so that you can get all these things put together, think about them. How are you going to do this? What are you going to do? Where are you going with this? That's the most important of the plan, right? We have to know where we're going. So you're going to want to set goals for this in that planning phase. The next thing you need to think about is equipment. Now, the number one thing The number one thing I want you to think about is your microphone. You want to get an external mic. You don't want to rely on your computer's mic. You don't want to rely on your headset mic. You don't want to get a lapel type mic. You want to get a good external mic. If you're on a budget and you want to, or you don't want to have a big financial investment in this, you can go and get the Audio-Technica ATR2100, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes about this, where to get it, and all that kind of stuff. That, I think it's around 60 bucks, which is probably one of the cheaper mics on the market. It's a really great mic, it's a great entry mic, if you don't, especially if you don't want to If you're not really sure how long you're going to be doing this and all that. The other mic I would recommend is getting a Rode mic. If you want to spend a little more money, you want to have a a broadcast quality mic. Again, you do not have to have a broadcast quality mic. But if that is the route that you want to go, the one that I currently use and I'm using today is the Rode Podcaster mic. It's a USB mic. So you don't have to buy a mixer or anything like that. The other thing I wanted to mention about the microphones is this. I once had a client that came on board and told me that she had been talking to another podcast producer. And they told her that she needed to spend $7,000 on equipment. If you are talking to someone or you're on a website and they say that you need to spend $7,000 to launch your podcast, don't just walk away. Run. Please do not spend that time kind of money you do not need to spend that kind of money you could probably get away easily like i said 60 bucks less than 100 bucks so what other equipment do you need so of course you always want to record with headphones if you are hiring an editor your editor will thank you obviously a computer you also want to think about having a mic stand so that you could put it right in front of you or a boom arm that attaches to your desk so that you can kind of move it around as you need to The other thing is going to be a pop filter or a windscreen and basically this is just like a little like a little filter that goes in front of your mic that kind of prevents the plosives from happening. So when we say words with P and B it makes that puff of air where it doesn't go into the microphone. The filter stops it from happening. So you're definitely going to want it look at that. And those are like 10 bucks. I mean, you could probably make one with a pair of pantyhose if you really wanted to. <laughs> and then the other thing is you you need to decide on some recording and editing software. So if you're going to be editing yourself, I either recommend starting off with something very simple like GarageBand or Audacity. Audacity is free. So if you have a PC Audacity is definitely going to be your way to go. If you have a Mac, you can you can use GarageBand, but there's also a Mac version of Audacity. Some people find Audacity is a little bit easier to use than than the Mac stuff. You're going to need to have that if you're going to hire an editor, great, fantastic. Please don't pay a crazy amount of money for someone to edit your podcast. There's lots of editors that are out there that are, are affordable. If you would like to hire me, I'm always, I'm always happy to, to do that. But if not, because I'm not everybody's cup of tea, there are lots of audio editors that are out there that could do it relatively inexpensive for you. If you're going to be editing yourself, go ahead and get that software. That's pretty much the equipment. Now, let's talk cover art. For some reason, cover art really kind of stresses people out. And I think it's because Apple makes such a big deal about cover art and all the requirements that that they require. And honestly, if you just follow the recommendations, and I'll put this in the show notes, that they give you of what they need, you will get approved each and every time. It's when you start adding the Apple logo or the cliche images, headphones, microphones, RSS feeds, things like that. You want to keep it simple. Usually it Great cover art is a picture of yourself and the title of your show. That's it. What I generally recommend is if you are a big fan of Canva, which I absolutely love Canva. I am not a graphic artist at all whatsoever. There's lots of great templates in Canva that you can do this. It meets the requirements of Apple. I can attest to that because my cover art was made in Canva. There's lots of other very specific things. It needs to be a certain size. It needs to be... I mean, there's lots of different things that go into that. And like I said, I'll put it in the show notes so that you will not miss a single solitary. So after you've got all that done, oh, so if you're... Not really sure, I suggest hiring a graphic designer. Now you can find a a decent graphic designer just to make this through Fiverr or Upwork or one of those types of places. A lot of virtual assistants are now getting the skills to create that kind of stuff. Okay, so after you're done all that, the next is recording. And this is where a lot of people get caught up because the microphone scares them. Y'all, the microphone is your friend. It's gonna make you sound a lot better. Don't be afraid of the microphone. If you feel that it gives you some sort of anxiety, practice a few times. Get comfortable with talking into the mic and how you need to project your voice. And and when you're recording, and if you make a mistake, what I suggest to everybody if you make a mistake while you're recording, you just kind of pause for a second, take a deep breath. And then say it again. If you are working with an editor, your editor will thank you. If you're working with me, I will thank you. (laughs) So the other thing about recording is, you know, you can write a script up with some bullet points. I don't recommend reading word for word because people have a tendency to talk really fast when they're reading. And it's really hard to edit that first of all as well as nobody really wants to listen to you read something unless it's like an audiobook then it's okay <laughs> the other thing I, I want you to think about is make sure that you are drinking lots of water the day that you are recording you want your voice to be strong i am not the best person when it comes to water except on days that i know that you, whether i have to do a voiceover or i'm recording an episode or i'm going to be on somebody else's podcast You want your voice to be the best possible thing. The other thing is do some breathing exercises before you start recording. The other thing, if you're really nervous about recording, especially if you're going to be interviewing someone, exercise, move your body, do something physical to release some of that anxiety. Okay, so you've recorded your show. Now it's time to edit. The one thing I say about editing is... If you want to edit, great, fantastic. But don't over edit. Don't try and take every single um, ah, you know, like words, the crutch words that we have a tendency to use because it just doesn't sound natural. It starts to sound like this and nobody wants to listen to that. So don't over edit, but you want to make it enough where it's engaging conversation and put yourself in the position of the listener when you're doing that. Does this sound good? Uh, am I engaged in this? Cuz if not, again, nobody's going to listen all the way through to it. The other thing about editing is we think that we have to edit cuz we we don't want to pay somebody else that fee. But I want you to think about this for just a second. Or let's just say it, it takes you 3 hours to edit a 30-minute episode. It might take me an hour, hour and a half tops to edit a 30-minute episode. So if you figure you're only paying me for that hour and a half that it's going to take me to do that, where what's the value and what's the ROI on your time? Can you be doing something else within those three hours of editing your your weekly podcast when I or someone like like myself can do it for you in a really short amount of time? Sometimes it's worth it when you're editing your show, you're mixing your show together. You want to make sure. About, do I have an intro? Do I have a nice outro? Does the music go with the feeling of the show? Now, the one thing about music is, please, 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 if you don't do anything else, make sure that it's royalty-free so that you don't get into any kind of copyright music situation. There's lots and lots of websites where you can do that. There's the YouTube library has free music that you can use. There's places like... Epidemic Sound, Premium Beat, sound stripe, lots of different ones. And I'll put all these things in the show notes. Don't worry about writing this down. But whatever you do, again, you wanna make it engaging content that people are gonna wanna come back week after week and listen to. You get everything together. You've got your final version of it. You're gonna upload it to your podcast hosting. And there's a number of them. I'm going to be doing a show in a few weeks talking about podcast hosting and what are some of the things that, that you need to look for within a good podcast host. But it's kind of like website hosting. You know, it's just hosting for your website. I mean, for your podcast, just to put somewhere to put your audio files there. You're going to need one. The other thing that you're going to need to do in the production phase is write your show notes. Now, what I say is write two versions. You're going to have your Apple Podcasts version version you know, you're going to make it short and sweet to the point. And then you could also, what I also suggest is put a longer version with resources and links and all these various things on your website, because that is great SEO for your site. Most people will probably go to the Apple Podcasts or wherever they're listening to your podcast. So it could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeartRadio, wherever you're, you are. You, you could even put it on Alexa, but I always recommend putting it on the website. Like I said, it's it creates great SEO love, and then you can really go deep into the finer points of those things. Produced it, you've uploaded it. Now, what? If this is your first episode, you're going to tell everybody about it. Your mother, your everybody in your family, your coworkers, your neighbors, people you see at, at the grocery store, everybody. You're going to send emails out. You're going to put it all over your social because you don't know who is going to, who might be interested in that. They may not be interested in your podcast about baking, but they may know someone who might happen to be in culinary school or that's their job or that's what they want to do when they get older or whatever the case may be. If you are interviewing a guest, no matter who the guest is. You want to make sure that you say, hey, the episode is going to go live on Friday morning at nine o'clock. You know, you could provide them with graphics, promotional information, but then also when you post it on your social, you're going to want to tag them in that because they're much more likely to repost it if you tag them in it. And then the other thing is when you promote your show, go ahead and ask for feedback from your audience to make sure you're staying on track. Or that you're providing content that they want to hear. You may be talking about being an entrepreneur and automation. And and they may want you to go deeper on, on something. like What's the difference between Dubsado and 17 Hats? You could do a whole episode about that. So those are the six steps. Seven, actually. That I want you to be thinking about when you're launching a show. Now, one of the things that... I see time and time again, especially if I'm brought on to a podcast, maybe they've done 12 or 13 episodes and they kind of bring me on to kind of go, okay, I'm not getting the traction I want. Why? How can I make it better? My stats suck. So the number one mistake that most new podcasters make is the level of expectation. Because as we all know, creativity is an internal game and Burnout happens all the time, and it really happens to podcasters when they have when they have high expectations. So many podcasters that I talk to, they go, they believe that their show is going to rocket to the top of the charts, like right out the gate. And that's totally possible if you have the following, but most of us don't. And then when these podcasters see these less than stellar results, they feel discouraged. They believe their effort isn't paying off. What's the ROI on this? Because unrealistic expectations create pressure. Urgency to be successful right now. Pressure demands creative energy. And then sooner or later, they give up because they feel they should be at a higher level than what they are. I get it. I've been there several times. I've helped podcasters in this same spot several times. Over the past 15 years, I've launched so many online shows, and I've invested countless hours with those people, and then they have ultimately given up because they're not seeing things as quickly as they would like. Y'all, this is a long-term game. So if you're in it for instant ROI and you don't have the infrastructure to support that, it's not going to work. And you're going to become a statistic of podfade when podcasters just kind of trail off into the sunset. Now, if some of these podcaster that I work with that just kind of gave up, had continued with their shows and stuck with it and were consistent, I can't even begin to imagine how large their audience would be now. Like I said, because your show can change and evolve over time. It's totally okay. I don't want you to stop. I want you to keep at it. So remember that. Now, of course, all the things I've mentioned today are surface level. But if you put in the work on the front end, I guarantee you, It's going to be a lot easier down the road when you're on episode 32 and you're trying to come up with an idea or you're trying to find a guest or it's just a really bad day or a guest cancels like, what are you going to do? Because you've done all this work in the beginning. You know what your keywords are. You know what your audience wants. It's going to be a lot easier. And that's why that why is so very important. So I just want to say, I'm so happy to be on this journey with y'all. Above all, remember this. You are worthy of so much in this life, and I want you to be living your best life, whether it's podcasting or whatever it may be. You can do this. I believe that you can do this. I'll be by your side to help you. I'm always here to answer questions. So that's about all the time I have. I don't want to take up too much of your time today. Make sure that you tune in every Friday morning. So if you have questions that you would like me to answer, find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook, or you can just simply email me at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at Tammy Munson, M-U-N-S-O-N, creative.com. Let me know what you think of the show. You guys have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next week.